Welcome to the Modern Sick. It's been a long time, but we are back. My name is Manpreet Singh. Hope everyone's doing well. With me, I have, as always, Jaspreet Singh. Jaspreet Fateh, what's going on? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. A lot has happened since we last spoke. There's Our lives got busy. And now we finally came back together to start doing this again, which is great. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just happy to to start doing this with you. Uh, it's uh, the today's topic. Just to let everybody know, we really want to talk about uh, the month of Bo, uh, December, Christmas. Uh, definitely for like six living abroad. How do you like reconcile all the stuff that's happening with all the shahidis that happen in December, plus the holidays? Uh, but like I said, a lot has happened. Um, Kassan movement was a big major victory, I would say, even though it's the beginning of, I think, six need to come back. Kassans need to come back at, gra- at ground zero again and see what they want to do for the future. But the victory did happen. You know, Modi did it at Gurpurb time, which was timely for him. Uh, but that came out of nowhere. I woke up and I was like, what? I, I just saw the messages. I was like, holy cow. So that was that's a great victory, um, I think, for generations to come and definitely to this generation that you keep on fighting for what's right and things will happen for you. What, what did you think when you when you heard the news? Um, I jumped up and down and I did some pangra. That's <laughs> what else could you expect of me? I'm still human. Um, and uh, very cathartic. Um, it's been a very long battle. Um, it hasn't been easy, but seeing our people struggle like that, it has been nothing short of inspirational. And um, it really gets my hope up in terms of the future of Saki and the future of Punjab, and the future of our people. Uh, it's definitely been a a long and arduous battle as well, of back and forth and uncertainty, but the one thing I loved about the farmers' protest was the spirit that was evoked. Um, not saying too much, we'll leave that for a different podcast. Um, you know, we did take a very long hiatus, um, Manpreet had a kid. I was doing law school applications myself. And so, um, apologies to anybody that's been listening. Um, we just, uh, you know, life happens to everybody and we just needed some time to recalibrate ourselves and, uh, come back, uh, to do some content. So here we are again. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. So yeah, I did have a kid. I had a, I had a girl, which is great. So now I have two girls, Muskan Kaur and Dea Kaur. So it's um, it's been a blessing. The kids are great. Um, other things that happened, I, I used to work for the Sikh Research Institute. I was let go in November, so I don't really do anything for them, nor I will be giving. Uh, it was, uh, I just want to say that it's like this old Punjabi thing. When you get close to something, so in Punjabi, you would say, So that's basically what has happened, uh, what I thought of the Institute or what I thought should happen and, and, and things 
just weren't going that way. So suffice to say, I will not be giving any of my time or money to the Institute uh, moving forward, but uh, wish them all the best. Um, so yeah, those, t those two were big changes in my life. Uh, so before we get into uh, today's topic, um, also want to say another cool thing that happened, which uh, took me by surprise because I never watched these things, was Punjabi Sick Girl winning Miss Universe. And that was all over social media. And I was like, holy cow, Hernaz Sandhu, I think. Is her name and um, I was I had no clue I didn't even know what was going on tell you the truth but uh, that was that was pretty cool to see a person from Punjab a sick girl first time winning Miss Universe now when you win it it's more of like a scholarship thing and you know it's more of going around and being a good uh, role model for people so let's see what she does and say uh, and what she says but that was pretty cool too what did you think of that um, there are three things that are connected in my eyes, uh, in terms of, um, India and its optics and the way it always has dealt with things and policy. Um, the, those three things are the Kassans, Miss Universe, and the Biadbis. Uh, and they all relate to one thing, uh, power politics and outlook. So um, we will be covering these in detail in the future, I would hope, because each one of those can literally be a podcast and probably will be, uh, knowing us. So I'll leave that for a different day, because I, I, I do want to focus on the month of Bo, um, as, you know, we're two days away from Christmas and uh, seven days from the new year. Um, yeah, I think we need to really dial dial up our understanding of Bo um, as sex, not just in terms of knowing our history, but feeling it and understanding our priorities and how culture works. It's not, culture isn't something that's benign. Culture has very underlying roots and values that hold us to where we are. And simply knowing our history does not make us connected to our roots. It never has. It doesn't connect anyone. I, I can know all the history of, in the world, but if I don't feel that history, and if I'm not connected to that history, and I'll act on that history, then it's all for naught, right? So I think it's important for us to uh, focus on this topic for the day. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into the topic because I think you tweeted about something too about a month ago and I, me and you were going back and forth on something about it, uh, celebrating the holidays. So first of all, why is the month of Bo, in your opinion, why is it a, a big thing for six? And by the way, I have to say that now I'm recognizing that a lot of people are recognizing that, at least on social, at least when I see when I go on Facebook and I see uh, friends and cousins talking about it, they never talked about it before as much. Now everyone's talking about it, so which is great, great to see all the sacrifices that happened for the calm back in the day. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I think the change is happening because people are getting educated. People are finally having the ability to learn about our history. Um, I think I've mentioned this prior on our podcast as well, but. 
if you look at our generation of six, we might be one of the, if not the most illiterate in terms of Sikhi that has ever existed. And some of that is due to happenstance because of, you know, migration uh, crises, existential crises of individuals um, and the trauma that our parents have faced, um, 47, 84 being the two big ones. Um, and then also moving to a different country um, and the targeted systemic destruction of our culture, history, and religion um, by many different um, players at work uh, has to be understood and it has to be given its credit. I don't completely blame our people, but I don't think we're without our blame as well. So it's great to see that we're finally taking steps and initiatives to restore the integrity of our history. And um, to your other question, the month of Po is very, very important for a couple of different reasons. The biggest reason is, and the one that we talk about the most, is the Shahidi of the Char Sahib Zadi the four princes of Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. Um, the oldest of which was 18 or 17 by some text, and seven or six uh, at the youngest end. Um, and when we talk about their martyrdom, their shahidi, we have to understand and reconcile with the fact that the Guru didn't just think of his kids as his kids. He thought of us as his kids. And something that I've had to fight with, something that one of the very few things in life that really do get to me is that the Guru gave up his four kids and how am I acting? They died for me. They didn't die for someone else. They died for us. They died for values. And he gave up his biological kids because he saw no difference between me and them. And I've been trying to find someone that has done something similar in history, ever. Can't find one from Prophet Muhammad to Jesus to Jesus didn't even keep his apostles in in the in around him when it came to uh keeping Christianity alive. He sent them every four corners of the earth to keep Christianity alive. And after the battle of Jamkar, Jamkar, Vahiguru, Guru Sahib only has three sects with him and he is completely okay and he does not care. He is completely in his own divine magnificence continuing his work. 
that's easy for us to say, you know, we, it's like when someone passes away in our life, everybody consoles us for the time being, but when it actually comes down to it, a week later, two weeks later, everybody forgets, but no one forgets their own kid. No one forgets the children that were raised in our arms. And it reminds me of a uh, quote from Tolkien. He says, uh, no parent should ever have to bury their kids. So that's the month of Bo in a, in a capsule. If I had to put it into the thoughts that are going through my head, that's that's what comes to mind. But also there is a cultural warfare that we're not very... Uh, um, educated on that takes place every day around us and we don't recognize it for what it is and I don't mean that in a let's panic and <laughs> turn everything into Sikhi uh, we should have Sikhi serial and Sikhi shows no I, I, I would love that but no that's not what I'm talking about um, it's much deeper it's much more silent and culture is something a lot more silent. Something that's ingrained in us. It's something that decides what we do every day. Our morals, our ethics. And it's also indicative that, you know, Guru Tegh Maharaj gives his life some 30 odd years prior. And then his children also pass, his grandchildren also pass away. And his only son also passes away, uh, which is Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. And that is also indicative of culture. There's a culture there. Um, the fight is of cultures. The fight is not of religions. It's about cultures. It's about identity, the ability to speak up, the want to speak up, the speaking up itself. That's a culture. Um, and I think that us living in the West especially we have become more and more disconnected with that culture we have a yearning for it but not to the extent where we're willing to change our everyday actions because of it we want to have our cake and eat it too we want to be able to enjoy the finer things of life, not have any of the responsibilities of Sikhi, but also call ourselves Sikh. And I think that's something we have to start grappling with. So I think that's why it's important for us to start here, is what is Bo? And is it the holidays for us, or is it a time to rekindle ourselves every single year? Hey, that's tough, living in the West, you know, living in, uh, we live in America, but that's that's a tough thing to ask for people in general. Forget alone, just a month of Bo and all the Shahidi that happened, just even without that, just, you know, living with Sikh values and culture. But, you know, I, I'm i letting everybody know that if you do not know what happened to the Char Sabzadeh and you do not know the Battle of Chumkot and, and all these things, simple Google searches away. That movie that came out, the animated movie years back on Chaz Sabzadeh was great in my opinion. 
Um, and you guys should definitely check that out. Uh, made me cry. Uh, so it, it is a big month. And uh, how do we... Now, I have two girls. Yeah, they're they're very young. So I um, can't even keep their attention on the TV for... Especially the two-year-old for more than like five seconds. But where do you... Where... Why can't we have both is my thing. So... I know all the sacrifices that have happened. I've, I've, heard, I've heard, I hear the story all the time. I'm living in sick culture at least as much as I can, and try to be in my home um, and outside uh, with friends and family. But ex- ex- let's explore that reason why people are away from it. How people are, they think they're doing they, they Kind of like what you said, like they want to do the right thing or they think they're doing the right thing or they're doing a little bit, but they think it's a lot. And so that's good enough for them too. Um, you know, Christmas is here, like you said in the beginning. Uh, I, I'm one of those few people that aren't woke enough. Still say Merry Christmas outside when I go out, see my neighbors. Uh, I don't say Happy Holidays. So, but... I know both. I know both the stories. How, how can we live with both? Like, I have my own ideas, but do you think you can live with both? Like, also celebrate the holidays in America because it is Christmas, it is New Year's, and everyone, all family gets together, and all they want to do is celebrate too. And how do you bring this aspect of Sikhi into, into it? And not just story time at night, but is there anything else? Yeah, I mean, I... I see people all the time that say, I went to a um, Christmas lighting uh, uh, event and I was walking around in the lights and it was at a church. I didn't know it was. Um, I don't know. I'm not too um, well versed in, you know, different ways that churches are named. It was a grotto. And uh, one of the people working there, as I was about to walk out, she changes her, so she was saying happy, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody. Sees me and she goes, happy holidays. And I was like, I, I laughed. Um, because for us, it's not a holiday. It's not a holy day. That's literally the conjunction of that word. That's where it comes from. Um, but I didn't correct her. I'm not one of those people either. You, you pick and choose your battles and in the middle of a church is not where you decided, I'm going to be offended and let me teach you about my religion. That's not that's not a great place to be. You want to build allies, you want to build understanding. And I was there to look at lights. I wasn't there to explain the martyrdom of the Chote Saibzadeh or Guru Tegh Badr Maharaj and the Battle of Jamkar. I wasn't there like, let me teach you. I'm not going to do what the, uh, the Christian uh, uh, missionaries do to us you know show up at Visaki and being like Jesus died for our sins I, I felt like I was going to be doing something very similar if I started speaking there um, so th- there is a, a reasonableness to it right go do these things that you can only see during this time of year enjoy the labors of the world and the toils of the world but our household is an institution as well um, there are policies that we admire of the world and we do those things outside of our house. And then there's the things we do in the house that are different. And 
if we don't implement what we're trying to teach these kids, the next generation, in our own household, then that's on us. We we can't blame anybody else for, you know, the lights that are in our household. That's the four of us or three of us, me, my wife, wherever at in the future, and our kid or kids um, are the only people in the household that need to be considered in that calculus. And in that calculus, that's when it's my time to shine. That's where my priorities can 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 be evoked. I can't be telling my kids, you know, Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj lost his father. He lost his four children. He died for us. He didn't need to do any of this stuff. He died for the right for Hindus and Muslims that were also in his court. Guru Sahib had a Ranjit Nagara that he would ring every single morning. Uh, he was fighting for sovereignty of all people. Well, I have a Christmas tree in the back. Um, and I'm sitting there being like, now story time is over. Let's go open some gifts. Capitalism woo. That's, that's not, we can't do that. That in, in, in a kid's mind, you're desensitizing them. Having emotions that are deep, that run to our very core of our being, that make our blood run dry sometimes and need to be rekindled with fire. I think that's important. I think the light that's within us needs to be lit more bright during this time of year rather than external lights be put up. I think that's more important. And that's where my priorities are. But again, I speak from someone that's connected to that culture. I feel my history. I don't talk about my history. Talking about history is easy. That's what Western academics do. If you ever read any of Sikh uh, history, you'll realize something. Uh, Kavi Sanapat writes uh, Sirigur Soba. And in there, when he talks about Baba Jeet Singh, uh, he calls him Ranjit Singh as well. And he calls him... Uh, two other variations of his name exist in that uh, Granth. And then also, when he mentions Baba Fateh Singh and Zoravar Singh Ji in the same breath, people get dumbfounded. He's like, but they both got Shaheed in two different places. Why does he say that they both got Shaheed together? Because Kavi Sanapat is a poet. Because when he writes, he's talking about the younger one out of the two who decided to still walk on that path. It's easy for the old, older one to be like, I need to be the uh, role model for my younger brother or sister. That's easy. That's, that, that's another reason. But the younger one is just doing whatever they want to do. Younger kids never have the obligation of being the role model. They just end up following. And the fact that the younger one decided to go after and be like, yeah, what he said, that's, that's miraculous. Our history was never written from the perspective of uh, a dude shoots a gun, he shot this dude, and then moves on. That's never how our history has been written. When we talk about Guru Arjuna Maharaj Shahidi, we talk about how he lives in the river that he was drowned in. Does anybody live in a river? I don't know about you, but I could never live in a river. I would die. 
the language that's used in our history is to use, to inspire us, to evoke the spirit within us. If you read the spirit of the six, um, you'll realize very quickly that it's, our history has never been, our language, our vernacular has never been literal. It's always been figurative. It's always been colorful. And it's been done that way because it's supposed to make us feel something. And we're taking that feeling out of it by, in, in my perspective, by, you know, here's Baba Jitsengji and here's Santa Baba. Let's, let's watch Saibza, uh, one night. And then the next night, let's go back to watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm not saying don't watch those movies. I, I've watched them growing up. It's fine to walk in the world. It's, it's, it's important for us to learn the ways of the world. But at the same time, it's important to learn our ways. That this path of the saintly people, the holy people, the virtuous people is a very sharp, narrow path that we have to walk on. And in that path, we have to renounce a lot of things. And I'm not asking, you know, your two or three year old daughter to do that. I'm asking you to do that. There's like a moth in my room. But anyways, I digress. Um, and when it comes to that history, when it comes to that, um, understanding of our history, that onus cannot fall on your two or three year old daughter, but the byproduct falls on you. It definitely does. What our kids get ingrained with, what they teach their kids, those values, those fall on us elders. What we make them feel about our own history, what we make them feel about our institutions, that falls on us. It's not an institution's problem. That's, that's an individual making decisions that make us feel a certain way about whatever is going on around us. And at that point, I can't blame the United States for being capitalistic. That's just what it is. I can blame us, though, because we're falling for something that we choose not to fight for anymore. You said a lot there, but I think that... So, if I just get personal... I've never had a Christmas tree in my house for many, many years. Like probably, I think in middle school, I had one and we did it for like two years and then we put it in the garage and we threw it away. I never had it. And I'm one of those people that I love history. I want to know why I, why society does certain things. So I know Christmas has nothing to do with Christmas. I mean, Christmas has nothing to do with Jesus' birthday, Festival of Saturnalia. Like I know all that stuff. I know where the trees came. I, I know all that stuff, all the paganism involved. But last year, maybe because of COVID, maybe because of everyone just being in the house and I had a daughter, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a tree. I need to feel that Christmas spirit. I need I need some homeliness. I can't go out and take my daughter anywhere. 
So let me just get a tree. So I got a Christmas tree last year. I put it up this year as well. And uh, so I was, I wouldn't say I was against it, but I was like, it's just a waste of time, right? But now, you know, I take pictures of my daughter there. We took family pictures there and all that stuff. I, I, I realize what you're saying, but I also think that you can do both. I also think that you, because let's, now I have kids, but even if I didn't have kids, the the great thing about Sikhi is, because they say it right in the Mulman Tarakal, which is timeless, that what we have now is we have this month of Shahidi, let's say, that's unfathomable because little kids, the Guru, first of all, the Guru, and the, the Guru's kids, which is just unfathomable to think about, that they would do this, um, and what happened to them, and uh, you know how they were persecuted. But you could instill those values in your kids that they take in the month of December, and then they, they use that every month of the year. With Christmas, it's a moment in time. The holidays are a moment in time. In, the, in, in America, Canada, you get all these days off during this time. So you are going to be with your family. You are going to you know, have good food. You are going to gupshup. You're going to do a bunch of these things. You can be, you can have a Christmas tree or not. It doesn't matter. But you could do all the Christmassy things, get presents. But you could also instill those values. And when you do bot together and when you talk about the history, like, okay, this is what happened. Uh, and so maybe when they're older, Maybe, you know, maybe they'll tell me to do it because I haven't done it yet. Maybe when they're older, like, oh, the holidays are here. Let's go help the less uh, fortunate um, in this month. And let's do things that are more aligned to Sikhi. Maybe that will come about, you know, and that's basically the hope and goals, you know, that they'll force me to do those things. Because all I could, all I really do personally is give money. I haven't really gone out at soup kitchens or anything like that. But those are the types of values you could instill. And I think those could help along. I think those are throughout the whole year. You know, it doesn't have to be during this time only. You know, Mataiji has like this great thing too, where he's like, you know, if you don't give presents on Christmas and all that, that's okay. It's not a big deal. But, but you know, your kids are kids. They don't know. They're, they're two and three and four. They don't know. Like, they don't know. you can't be logical with them. As much as you want to be and as much as people treat them as like, you know, adults, which is funny. But Mataiji is like, you know, Guru Nanak's Gurprabh here. Why don't you get something for your daughter, you know, as a present there? You don't have to get it on Jesus' birthday. You get it there and, and instill that value. So, you know, things like that. So there's a bunch of things we can do. So I think there there is a best of both. I think it's obviously the easier, easier path is just celebrating Christmas and doing all those things. Uh, you know, the low, the road less traveled is definitely, uh, talking about Shahidi and, and doing things in the Sikh cultural sense. But I, I'm, I'm a proponent, like, you could, you could have both. And if you do it the right way, things, things are going to be right. Um, yeah. There are absolutely, you can do both in a, and, and here's my solution to it. This is a compromise that I've come up, and there's two, two that come to mind. Either A, we do Christmas and we do Christmas our way. You know, give our kids shuster for <laughs> uh, gifts, type vibes. Uh, some people do that. Um, or just move the date in which we celebrate the holidays. And I mentioned this in our 
Twitter conversation as well. Doesn't need to be on Christmas. Do it in Vasaki. You know, the day of Gurnanak Maharaj's uh, Garpurb, their, um, their Janamdan, Janamdehara of Gurnanak Maharaj and Vasaki uh, in April. Just move the date. Um, that's also possible. And that's what I'm saying is it's not about, um, celebrate Christmas or not. It's about values. And my biggest concern, and this is what I'm seeing more and more, is people know their history, but they don't act upon it. We talk about Baba Ji Singh, Baba Jajar Singh, Baba Fateh Singh, and, you know, um, Baba Zarabar Singh. And the thing is that we don't act upon their actions. Like, when was the last time you saw the Sikh community, and this is me talking about policy of our entire community, come together and uh, fight for the marginalized that are outside of ourselves? On an institutional level, because uh, that's what Nandapur was. Every person that was persecuted, marginalized, that was killed, or under the threat of being killed, or forced into conversion... Anandapur was a safe haven for them. And that's that was the fight. The safe haven versus the tyrannical government. And I don't see it taking place anymore because we don't feel our history. We don't. We don't. It's not in our gut. It's not... Again, like what you just said, giving to the homeless. Did you know that the holiday season is the most giving time of all? The only time of the year where food shelters are filled to their brim. The only time the homeless get more than they ever need is during this month. But for the next three, four, five months before the summer are some of the most brutal because they people think they've done their obligation. They feel good for a day. They feel good that that one time we went out and we gave gloves and blankets to the homeless. And we've fulfilled our good humanitarian rewards for the year. And we move on. That's not how this works. That's not how the six work at least. Never has been. And that's the thing we need to wake up to. We don't smell the coffee. We don't smell the... The the BS. We're surrounded by crap at this moment. And we're trying to sugarcoat it as the holidays. There's nothing, you just mentioned it yourself, there's nothing holy about these holidays. Especially for those that say that they have a connection to it. By every historical record that exists, Jesus was born in the summer. Or in the spring at least. And this all exists both internally and externally to fill the mission of Western values and culture. And we're playing into the hands of those that want that to take place. America is not a boiling pot. America is a place where you throw everybody together and then you put a bunch of bleach in there 
And you're like, yes, America's a boiling pot. No, no, no. We need to be aware of the bleach that's being poured on top of us. In our language, our clothing, the way we sit, our values, the reason we tired the stana, the vernacular we use, the way we talk to one another, the way we go through the world, the way we look at the world. These things are all impacted by what a lot of people nowadays call core memories for children. My core memories, as, as best I can remember them, is reading our history off the walls of the Gordora, because it was perpetual. You could look at them whenever you wanted to. For me, my core memories were when my mom didn't know about the Tooth Fairy and she gave up after the third night that she'd forgotten, just gave me a quarter and told me to throw the tooth away. Um, that one always makes me laugh every time I think about it. There is a there is a middle ground between us being able to raise our kids in in a Western lens and not make them feel like they're missing out on anything, but at the same time making sure that they doubly know and are aware of what the battles are in the world, because this is policy. We that's how we have to think about it. Our house is an institution. The world is an institution. Everything that exists, everywhere we go, we're getting indoctrinated in some way, shape, or form by someone trying to push an agenda. That's how the world works. That Deep down, we all know this, but we're not aware of it. We don't understand the ramifications of uh, this system that we're all partaking in. Everybody is a... <coughs> A salesman of something. And more often than not, it's snake oil. But we fall for their marketing tricks. That's what happens more often than not. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But look, man, you, you cannot... I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And it's not we could... Uh, the blame or the... It starts with with you. You can't do it on institutions, whatever, like you said, uh, because they're not about sick culture and sick values. I mean, I, let's just say I've been in sick institutions that say all this too, and still don't do the right thing when it comes to sick values and sick culture. So it's it's like who could you trust? Who could you? Where can you go? Because me and you are talking and making this podcast. But majority of the people look for others' guidance, look for other. They don't open that book themselves. They don't watch an educational video themselves and try to deep dive into it more. Most of the world goes to sick institutions, whether it be SickNet, the Institute or Gudwaras to get their information and have people tell them what to do. That's how most of the world operates. So that's that's completely okay. I have no problem with that. I Again, um, J. Cole has a song and he says that um, the blame can go as deep as C's. If I wanted to blame them all, I would need like 40 CDs. That That's how the world is. If you want to blame others, you can do it all day long. But there's, a, and I, there's only one person that we fail to always blame. It's ourselves. We always let ourselves go. We always come up with excuses for ourselves. And there's no problem in that. That's the world, right? I, I don't 
I don't come after you. I don't come after anybody else. I just know there are consequences of our actions. That's how the world is. It's not good or bad. It's consequences. Um, if you want to have a Khalistani kid, you teach him about Khalistan. If you want to have a kid that doesn't know Punjabi, you teach him English, you send him to a Christian school, you do whatever you want to do in terms of Western values, and that's what will pop out. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's very black and white. Like, I'm a Khalistani kid, and I have a Christmas tree. That's completely okay. But there's also the aspect of how we raise our kids. Will they be the same way? Because it deteriorates over time, right? Everything does. Everything deteriorates over time, no matter what it is. And that's what I'm saying. Even then, at that point, that's where the pedal meets the metal. Where the tire hits the pavement. And how long does it take for that deterioration to take place? And did it happen under our watch? That that That's the line we have to draw. Generations live and die by the individual efforts of members of each generation. That's why the part of bull that needs to be mentioned the most is Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji Shahidi the last month that led to the inspiration of the next generation. Yeah, we're at the deteriorating point. We're at the deteriorated point. We came from Guru Tegh Bahadur Maharaj as part of the house of Nanak and we've come to here. And I'm not saying that as a, uh, um, uh, as a bad thing. I'm saying we need to wake up and smell the coffee again. Deterioration of values is what we see in Canada, where, you know, the fourth or fifth generation is naming their kids Stephen. Um, and that's where we have to learn. I know, and I'm not knocking that culture. I'm saying that's what takes place because that is our future. I see. America headed toward American six headed to where Canadian six are today. And it didn't, we blame them. We laugh at them. We, uh, you know, we make jokes about it all the time, but we're just fortunate that we're closer to Punjab than they are. But their parents had to go through the exact same things that we're going through right now. The same decisions we're making right now. It's just we are fortunate enough to see the product of those decisions. And unfortunately, we're still making those decisions. And we're still walking that same path. And we're saying that we're the exception to the rule. And look, you know, but Jose at school makes fun of our daughter because we don't have a Christmas tree. Or, you know, she doesn't get gifts every year. Or all of this. I I had to change from seventh grade on in the uh, nurse's room at my uh, school because I used to wear my kirpan to school and I couldn't show anybody. So I had to go to the nurse's room every single day before and after PE class to change my clothing. I made the choice to take Amrit and there was um, certain consequences of that. But I look back and I wouldn't change a single moment of how my parents raised me. I wasn't raised with a tree. Back then I used to hate it. Because I was like, why can't I get presents? Even now we have these battles in the household. <coughs> I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's comfortable. I'm not saying it's um, not understandable that people are raising their kids a certain way. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying there's just consequences. 
and not being not being um aware woke to those i think that that that's telling and that's where my problem always comes from yeah i know i think you had some good points i think uh, i think look i think everyone has to find their middle ground how do you take the month of december instill it in your kids and instill those values in yourself and your kids and your family and make it as sick make the month of december more aligned to sikhi than aligned to christmas i'm totally with that and i think everyone should do that and i also think you can still celebrate and still go out and still be with your loved ones and celebrate christmas and get presents and do all those things if you could afford it and and everyone's happy i think it's all good in all honesty i think I, I, but it's 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 funny when you were saying about the Stephen name because i always laugh when i when when uh when i have when i see punjabis give their kids uh christian names this is always just funny to me i don't know for some reason i just laugh but it's all good it's all good everyone does their own thing um we are not, thank God, I, uh, uh, we're not, um, maybe you're saying we're almost becoming like Canada. I don't think we're there. I think they're a little more, Canada's on a next level of a lot of things they do. But I, I honestly think that, uh, just to, you know, start putting a pin on this because we're running out of time is Teaching your kids the sick values will help them, not in December, will help them throughout the whole year. And this is a huge, huge moment in time for Sikhi, um, especially even the things that we just talked about. You know, the Kassan movement happened, the, the victory. All this comes from the strength that happened back then, back what happened in December with the with with the Sikh family, with Guru Gobind Singh's family. So... Um, I hope everyone takes that away. I hope uh, everybody, you know, celebrates the way they want to celebrate. But never forget, this is like an old old age saying, but never forget where you came from, you know, and why you're here. Yeah, and I think that, again, um, we're not there yet. Um, and I'm always wary of when we will be. And it probably won't be during mine or your lifetime. If it's not mine, it's definitely not going to be yours. <laughs> um, but no one ever thinks that they they have done something that will be laughed at later. But it always comes. That's how the world works. That's hook'em. Hook'em is, you know, you do, do certain actions and certain consequences come back. And it's not karma. It's just how the world is. It's like rain falling from the sky. You give it a certain weather, you give it a certain pressure, you give it a certain amount of water, and water gets together, and it gets heavy enough, and it falls down back to the earth. And that's not me being a saintly person. I'm telling you the laws of nature. And that's... I call that the, I call that the balance of the force. Exactly. And I think that... Even then, the Jedi's had to do some training. Even then, the Jedi, the Jedi's had to take some responsibility of how the Force works with us. And I think that's where Six need to be today as well. And again, um, happy holidays to everybody that does celebrate. Uh, anybody that's still listening to this uh, at this point, after me rail, uh, railing on um, the holidays for the last forty minutes, 
or an hour. Um, but I think we need to do some introspective work in terms of GOM. GOM exists in four dimensions. Personal, where our journey is with our guru. Individual, what we do in our professional life, our personal life, our family life, how we interact with the world. As global citizens, how we act. And as members of our society. And in all of those, we need to become panthik. You can do your job in a panthik way. You can be the representative of our calm and an ambassador of our calm at your job in your family, at your school, in your organization, in whatever capacity you exist. <clears throat> and we need to start evoking that. We need to start feeling our history again. And this issue will become moot after we start feeling our history. Because I don't feel like celebrating Christmas. I still do everything, but it's still a little removed from me, you know? So... I leave you all with that message on my end. If you have anything to say, Manfred. Oh, no, I appreciate everybody listening, uh, you know, knowing something and feeling something totally two different worlds. So, but, uh, appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody. Um, actually I want to say sorry for this huge hiatus we had, but hopefully we're, we're going to come back and talk about more topics that's relevant to the punt and what's going on, uh, with the six across the world. So, uh, thank everybody for listening. Just free. Thanks as always. Vagrujika Kalsa, Vagrujiki Pate. Vagrujika Kalsa, Vagrujiki Pate.